As a healthy lifestyle specialist, I partner and empower people to transform their unhealthy choices into an active, vibrant lifestyle. So it's transforming to performing. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Welcome back to the My Future Business Show. My name is Rick Nusky. It's wonderful to have you here today. Now, I hope you're doing really well. Now, we've just come off a long weekend here where I live. And, uh, you know, there's other people in the world who are, I guess, not having as long a weekend. But sometimes we get the opportunity just to sit back and relax. And Jeff and I, who is our next guest, we were talking about that, weren't we, Jeff? That's right. That's right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing really well, Jeff. Now, Jeff is a um, he's a healthy lifestyle specialist, and we're going to be talk- talking about that as well as his book, Battleground Cancer, and how to elevate your well-being in three simple but very powerful steps so you can live a long, healthy, and happy life. And Jeff and I have spoken uh, a number of times before just generally, you know, to get a bit of a scope about today's call, because it's quite important that we stay focused and and deliver the best results for you, because I know that the show is making a difference for you. So if you're not comfortable, get comfortable, because we're just about to share some amazing content. But before we do any of that, Jeff, I'm wondering if you could just share with us where you're calling in from today. Yes, thank you so much, Rick, for having me on the show once again. Pleasure. So I'm calling from the Midwest, the... uh, the city of Chicago, Chi Town, the very, best town. Very good, very good. Has that been home forever, or huh? Is that been home for you forever, or did you move there, or you know what? Uh, most yes, I, I grew up here, but I also did a lot of my education uh, in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. I received my bachelor of science uh, in hospitality management operations, and at the University of Houston, so. I have a taste of the Midwest, but I also love the Southern hospitality down in Houston. Oh, beautiful. And and I think that's important to get a bit of a, a, a variance in perspective, don't you think? Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Fantastic. Now, if you could live one place in the world apart from the wonderful place that you're living now, would you, would you move anywhere, do you think? I would. You know, the Midwest, uh, specifically Chicago, we get a lot of snow. Mm. So we, we have to be snowbirds, and, and when the sun comes, we have to we have to escape. So uh, I wouldn't mind getting back to my second home in Houston, or possibly uh, maybe a certain areas in Florida. But if it's a different country, you know, I've never been to Australia. Um, never been to Australia. So I don't know. I, you know, the country from down under, great tennis, beautiful beautiful scenery beautiful people and so yeah yes. i have to make it to the australian open i haven't made it to the australian open yet oh well, look i'm telling you that i have in uh, our wonderful city of melbourne and uh, australia is a beautiful country and the door's always open to you so uh whenever you get the opportunity jeff make sure you knock on my door now with that i know that you enjoy competitive tennis tell us a little bit about that <laughs> yeah so i um i've been in the I guess the circuit for a long time and not necessarily the pro circuit, but I, Mm -hmm. I played a long time as a youth and I was able to carry that experience on, uh, playing city and state tournaments, um, at a high school level. And I also received, 
I actually one of my first jobs while in college as an assistant coach to a private high school oh, in Houston. And um, I've always kept my rackets with me. I've always enjoyed the industry, enjoyed the fast-paced competitiveness of the sport. Mm-hmm. And currently, um, I'm going to fast forward here, <laughs> but I have, uh, I'm an assistant um, high school uh, tennis coach as well oh, for the boys go. and girls varsity squads. So, Fantastic. Yeah, I've been doing that for a while, and I love I love playing. In fact, right before I called, one of my hitting partners said, "Hey, we got to get out there tomorrow. It's gonna <laughs> be like 90 degrees." I said, "Well, listen, we got to do it when 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 the heat is gone and it cools down. Then we can go outside." So, Jeff, tell me, what's the strength in your game? I know mine is not serving. What is your strength? Do you think? You know, mine is uh, forehands. Yeah, uh, I like to volley. I like to volley. I do singles and doubles. But I, I, I definitely like the forehand. I've yep. been able to switch off with my backhand. And, and well, the answer to your question is really my forehand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I like to disguise either my one-hand or two-hand backhand as well. So I've been, I've been blessed to be able to hit with both. Um, so it does have a, it does have a strategic uh, – it's very strategic when I use the two-hand or the one-hand backhand. But I love my forehands. I, you know, I'm right-handed, love my forehands. <laughs> so that's what I stick with. Now, Rafael Nadal is one of my favorites. You know, they're getting on in age. They're nearing retirement. Is uh, is there any favorites that you enjoy watching more than others? And who are some of the top guns coming through now that you can see going oh a long my, way? Oh, my oh my goodness. It's a so, big question, isn't it? Yeah, I, I enjoy, I've always enjoyed Roger Federer. Federer I've always yep. enjoyed Rafael Nadal, uh, Novak Djokovic. Those are the top three yep. in the past, say, you know, 10 years and you know they are aging um just like it, it's inevitable right oh, it, yes. it happens. of course you know and but i see some some young young professionals coming down the pipeline and um i may i may be off with his last name mm-hmm. uh i want to say his last name is um oh stephanopoulos yes. I, I just can't yes I can't I can't pronounce his name, but he's a great he's a great left-hander. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a young gunner. Yep. Uh, as well as Felix Ase uh, Asalime. Yep. Uh, he's 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 actually part of Rafa Nadal's camp. Oh, okay. Um, yep. he's he's a good one. And there's just, there's so many. I guess their so names many, kind yes. of throw me off. <laughs> you know, I, they're never I simple like names, Andy are they? Too. Hey, I still like Andy Murray too. But oh, I don't of course, think he's the Brit. Gonna, Get too far. Yeah, he's because of his. He's got injuries, ongoing injuries, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, yeah he does. Now he tell does, me but, something, you know, Jeff. I love to talk about how sports uh, has a direct relationship with discipline. What do you? What can you tell us a little bit about discipline and the kids that you're teaching? What can you see them taking from playing the game of tennis through your coaching? You know, with with tennis, it's such a it's such a life sport and it's a fun sport. Um, and it has so many unique components in terms of the hand and eye coordination and the footwork, uh, the endurance that's required, the stamina. But most most importantly, it is such a mental game mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's offense against defense. It's defense against offense. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it is a matter of being able to control yourself at times of challenge at challenging times when you have to have some resilience you have to persevere and push yep. through because you know 
especially when you're outside, you know, Rick, you're dealing with all the elements. You're dealing with the sun. You're dealing with the wind. And, you know, you're dealing with the, the outdoor much. noise, the birds and yep. planes going. I mean, so you really have to be laser focused uh, on your target, which is your opponent, of course. Mm -hmm. and, and just be able to have some fun out there. Um, but it's, it's fun teaching the little ones. Uh, it's fun teaching the, the the seventh and eighth graders. It's even better teaching, you know, the, the people that are going into high school and they're yep. in high school and going into college. I have a, you know, a, a good unique gift that I can, I can, you know, be able to strategically work with all different groups, yep. even some adults. Um, and it's just, it's a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because you're, you're, you know, you're adding, you're adding value, you're adding some impact and you're giving them some kind of like some life lessons, if you will as it relates to what you just said regarding discipline. Because if you're passionate about something in any sport or any profession, I call it ABL, always be learning. Because guess what? I'm still learning. I'm still I'm still trying to perfect that forehand and perfect that serve um, because I, I, I want to stay just as competitive as, as my hitting partners or people who are better than me so that I can get better. See, when I opened up, Jeff, um, I talked about uh, how you're a health and wealth, wealth, uh, uh, wellness specialist, and this obviously all ties in directly to that. And just looking at you, I can tell you look after yourself. You take pride in in everything that you do. I wonder. Thank if we, you. I'm wondering if we can talk a little bit about what a day looks like for you in terms of, I guess, your physical preparation and and then your psychological preparation for a day. Well, sure. Thank you for asking. So as a healthy lifestyle specialist, you know, I partner and empower, you know, people to um, transform their unhealthy choices into an active, vibrant lifestyle. So it's transforming to performing. And in order to do that, it comes down to kind of what you said. It, kind of, it comes down to what you said earlier about discipline and focus. So now that the summer is here, right? We've mm -hmm. been indoors all this time, right, in Chicago because of the bad weather. So now this <laughs> brings out the way the summer's coming. Mm -hmm. I live by a football field, and so some of my regimen or routine, you know, I get up, it could be between 5.30 and 6, and I hit the field, and I kind of, you know, do my normal stretching, and I, I kind of hit the field. Today I did about 10 times around the football field. I did some sprints, um, 250-yard sprints, 100-yard sprint. Uh, two minute, three minute plank. I did some mountain climbers. I did some push ups. I stretched. I, you know, did some lunges. Um, and I incorporate all that probably about a good 40 to 45 minutes. And I kind of do it every other day mm -hmm. um, because I also like to add a little bit of, I guess, weight training, if you will, yep. uh, to that process. Because what you don't want to do is your body to be too comfortable and, and get stagnant. And you're doing the same repertoire all the mm -hmm. time because your body will become accustomed to that and you'll get comfortable. Yeah. And as you know, sometimes we have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. Yep. And, you know, there are times where I have to shock my body doing different things to get more of that blood flow uh, and, and, and just being able to do more cardio interval type of type of exercises. So, so you're talking about... I guess a, a balance between cardio and uh, muscle building, aren't you? Not just one or the other. Exactly, exactly. Now, yeah. what I don't have, unfortunately, is, is is my bike. I have to I have to get a bike because I I enjoy biking and I just haven't had a chance to do that in a long time. But mm -hmm. you know, I think running um, 
it, it gets the blood flow because it, you and I both know, and I'm sure your audience knows, there's so much data and research um, that, you know, 20, 20, 30 minutes a day of exercise is going to really reduce that stress hormone called cortisol and it's going to increase that happy hormone called dopamine. dopamine. You know, and it just being outside, you know, you get that natural vitamin D, it's absorbing, it feels great, mm-hmm. and you start your day. Yep. You know, it depends on your calendar or your schedule. You know, it's maybe it's better to do it after you have a long day at work to reduce the stress. I like to start it off in the morning, get it out the way, um, get it going, and, yep. and and fire up the day. You know, carpe right diem. Up. Yep, absolutely. Thank you very much for sharing, Jeff. I'm loving this call now. I, I, I always like to know uh, where all of this comes from. These mindsets, these beliefs, these. Um, behavior patterns and I'd love to go back to you as a child and talk a little bit about what your child life was like and some of the I guess the more influential people around you can you take us back a few few years and, and talk about what your childhood was like Ooh, let's rewind the tape a bit okay <laughs> not a problem great great question so I guess my hero and my shiro uh, were my parents my mother and father absolutely and my father was actually in the educational field, but he was also uh, a pharmacist. He was he, he got more into the pharmaceutical arena. My mother had always stayed in education, and so of course they planted that seed in me and kept on watering. Education, <laughs> education, education. Yep. You got to read. You got to read. You got to learn. You got and and that was important as a youth because today's our youth. Today's youth, you know, needs more of that. Uh, I think the technology has really impacted. Uh, their mental growth, even though, as you know, every generation gets better. Yep. Um, but medicine and science has definitely advanced since, you know, my time. And, you know, they just made sure that, hey, listen, these are the certain values. They instill certain values and, and taught me certain things that carry me now into uh, not just a, a, a father or parent, you know, but they talked about, you know, making sure I do certain things before I have fun. It's, they're called chores, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let, let's get all these chores done get first. Done. Let's get all your homework done first. And, you know, then maybe you can, you know, do some things later. Uh, let's let's not drink all that uh, uh, sugary stuff called Kool-Aid. Let's just take it back a notch. You know, so those little those 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 little things you know rick add up to big things yes uh... the little things always add up to big things and of course when you're a child or even a youth and going into your uh young adulthood you you don't know and sometimes you don't appreciate it until later and so the more i'll give you a quick example i had a buddy who always drank the sugary stuff the kool-aid and the soda and all this stuff and he probably drank a little water but he didn't probably drink enough of it. Not enough. And later on, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, he's having issues with either diabetes or mm-hmm. high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the food and beverage consumption. And, you know, we have to have some type of portion control. We have to understand that uh, you, you, you can't all, your eyes are can't be bigger than your stomach. <laughs> and they often are. <laughs> you, you know, so we just have to limit our consumption and so this gentleman unfortunately is still dealing with some of the things that have occurred over time long term that he didn't quit doing or he didn't reduce some of the intake and i think that has a a major impact because you know every day we 
we breathe or we eat toxins. Yes. Some of us do. I'll just say some of us yes, do. Yes. The air, yep. Because, you know, our air is not always the purest. Mm. Sometimes the water we drink is not the purest. Sometimes the food we eat is not the purest. So I guess it comes down to, you know, they taught me a lot about due diligence and making sure that, yes, you have those fruits and vegetables and protein and things like that. Um, but, you know, at the same time, they had fun with me, and we had we had a great time as a family. Uh, but they made sure, especially my mother, she was, you know, she was the she was more of the cook. My father was more of the disciplinarian. <laughs> but they both, right? They they both. Yours too. They both. Yeah, yeah. They both <laughs> made sure that I had a good meal, mm -hmm. um, and then I just got more interested in learning how to do for myself because at some point you know your parents or your grandparents are going to say okay it's, it's time for you to do this now yeah you reach a certain age a certain stage in your life you need to learn how to uh boil water <laughs> spread your wings as it were yeah you need to learn how to uh open a can of soup you need to learn how to make some sandwiches and in fact you know what i'm going to show you how to make breakfast for yourself so you can make breakfast for us. Feed a man, it's, it comes back down to the feed a man a fish thing, doesn't it? Yes, yes, it does. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm teaching my, my, my child now, hey, listen, you're going to have to, you know, learn how to, you know, do certain things because we're not going to, we're not going to always um, cook for you or always have that meal in front of you mm. all the time. Yeah. You know, you know, the kid, you know, our kids, our kids are like, hey, what's for dinner? What, yep. What's going on? Oh, yeah. I hear well, it every day. You know, well now it's, it's your time to to learn how to do certain things. Yeah, you it's know. funny. It's funny, Jeff, because you, you, what you've talked about is how they've set you on a certain trajectory, and you've also talked about how from generation to generation we are always improving. And I think uh, this is a wonderful thing they've done for you, and bless them uh, for you know uh, setting up your life the way that they've done, because you're now able to continue that journey. Uh, and I know, uh, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, that they've, they've both passed. Is that, is that right? Yes, unfortunately. Uh, my parents passed mm. of cancer six years apart. My father passed first yep. of pancreatic cancer. Mm. And six years later, unfortunately, my mother passed of breast cancer. Wow. And you know what's interesting? Both, both were active. So yep. I got the active athletic gene from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe, and my mother had diabetes, so that was a, that was a hindrance on her behalf, but, you know, my father was really the one who really enjoyed ice cream and Coca-Cola, <laughs> sugary stuff. drinks, yep. you know, and on occasion, you know, he, he, he smoked cigarettes. Yep. Now, here's the thing. He was healthy on the outside. But he wasn't so much on the inside, and no one could tell that because no. he kept his weight down. Yeah. And it's not like, don't get me wrong, you know, Rick, he wasn't eating ice cream every day. Um, but he was, he was drinking more than one Coca-Cola a day. Right. And yeah. I used to remember those Coca-Cola bottles inside the refrigerator. They were very strong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it already has a lot of sugar content, but also has high fructose corn syrup. Yep. And I really think that over time, over time, right, you know, 
it, it contributed to his demise. And he died of pancreatic cancer. Yeah. You know, he didn't die of, 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 of smoking, you know, from your throat yeah. Or, yeah. or stomach or lung um, um, or anything upper respiratory. And that pancreas is behind the stomach. It yeah. produces insulin force. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, 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 it caught, they caught it, I think, stage three. Wow. And because maybe at stage two, he was just fighting through it. He didn't know what he didn't know. He just didn't check in, I guess, because yeah. it's very subtle. It's very subtle. And, you know, once I started thinking about, you know, and I, I guess I have to take it back a little bit because, unfortunately, Rick, they both passed when I was a young adult. My father passed right before um, graduating from college. I graduated from University of Houston in 1992. He passed in 91, and six years later, mm-hmm. my mother passed. But my mother was diagnosed with cancer in 1987, 10 years prior. Wow. And so she was a 10-year survivor. So I look at it as the almighty God. He provided 10 more years of her with me, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and that was a blessing. And she still had diabetes. Diabetes is not going anywhere. No. And it just kind of, I guess it, it, was, it was dormant. Yeah. And it became very, very aggressive and metastasized throughout her body. And unfortunately, you know, God gave her her wings. Yep. And, of course, you know, it was very devastating. It was traumatic. I was heartbroken, you know, and it was very difficult to navigate life um, as a young adult by myself because most imagine. of my family members, they had their parents, or at least they had one of them. Of course. And that was always challenging for me to digest because, you know, you, you as, a, as a young person or as a young adult, you're you're folk you're you're looking for that 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 parental touch and love that leader as and, such and and guidance and yeah. even the patience yeah and so that was gone so it was just it was very tough for me and so over the over years throughout my corporate life and 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 doing things independently you know i had so much going on on here in my mindset and the heart set mm-hmm. and i said you know what i need to share my story and and pen the book battleground cancer um it is about managing your mental physical and spiritual well-being for the fight because at the end of the day especially now when you look at everything that's going around is from the global pandemic to the different wars to the inflationary times and soon to be recession there's so many things going on in people's minds you know i call it the battlefield of life right now we're going through a battlefield and it, and that might be my second book, but anyway. Yeah, there's, there's definitely cancer, one in you. I can tell. Battleground Cancer is really a story of, you know, personal development and growth, uh, resiliency, perseverance, self-discovery. Yeah. Um, um, you know, even even it was very therapeutic and 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 victorious in a way because. There were so many things that I that I had to share and be vulnerable sharing. Mm. But I also knew that I wanted to connect with people who were going through the same thing. Not necessarily my personal situation and my journey, but with people who've been touched with cancer by cancer. Yeah. People who have lost a parent or two parents or a loved one or a very close friend because I know the people that are listening and watching this they know someone that knows someone that knows someone 
somewhere Unfortunately, along the line. Touched by cancer. Yep. You know, and now, you know, Rick, I, I really call it the three C's. It's, it's the triple C threat. And the triple C threat that our medical and scientific community has not found a remedy for or cure, maybe a remedy, but not a cure, mm. is the common cold, cancer, and COVID. Yep. And so, you know, I, I share a lot of information in the book regarding the personal journey, but there's a lot of things in there that you mentioned earlier about we all of us need to understand that health and wellness is a movement. It is a lifestyle. Yeah. And it's not about eating right or exercising right for one week or one month and just think that, Lord behold, I'm going to stay this way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Life life does not work that way. <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, you, you talked about earlier about the regimen or routine. If I fall short of one of those two days, I definitely have to make it up in a different way. Yeah. Whether it's reducing my intake of a certain food group, drinking more water, exercising more. Because once 24 hours are gone, you can't gone. recoup that. That's no, all we have. That's all we've got. We've got the that's now, don't we? Have. Yes. Look, um, I know that you are have an abundance of knowledge and I know that there's certainly another book in inside of you and we'll be talking about how people can connect with you to get that book at some stage in the call but I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about the three-step process that you use for elevating your well-being tell us a little bit yes yes thank you for that thank you for transitioning into that so the three-step process to elevate your well-being is also known as the the three components or ingredients to the recipe to your soul. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that is the powerful muscle between your ears, the mindset, as well as diet and exercise. And so when we focus on the mindset, you know, what you focus on expands. What you think about, you bring about. And so you have to understand that this is so powerful up here. You have to remember to monitor your thoughts. You have to have mental clarity. You have to be focused on what you want. And sometimes it is about going through um, to have mental clarity, um, going through the power of I am affirmations. And, I, and I, I enjoy doing that with my audience and what I talk about in the book, Battleground Cancer, because I am affirmations are so powerful. And I like to just use certain letters of the alphabet. And you can make up ones that, you know, that, that you like. That, mm-hmm. that, that re- resonates with you. So for the letter A, I can think of a couple like I am amazing and I am able. You know, the letter B, like I am blessed or I am beautiful. Uh, the letter C, I am a champion. I am, uh, I am courageous. The letter D, uh, I'm dedicated. Um, the letter E, I am exceedingly prosperous. And so you can go down the list, right, and just think of powerful affirmations that you tell yourself, you know, you uplift yourself. And and the ones that really are, are truly powerful, I'm going to tell you my personal best. Yes, thank you. All of them are great. Don't get me wrong. Every mm-hmm. every single letter. They all work. Every single letter is great in the alphabet, right? But the letter H, we need it more. Well, there's two. I'm going to give you letter H. There's, 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 I call it the triple H threat. And I like to say to you a lot, I am happy. I am healthy. And I am healed. I am happy. I am healthy. I am healed. But more importantly, the letter L is I am love. And we need more of that today 
Denevo. not just from a national standpoint, but from a global standpoint. The global yeah, yeah. landscape, global landscape needs more love, and more and more light. Um, and so you know you can go down that list, but it's really about sometimes it's being still. Sometimes it's just about being still and quiet, and quiet, and just understand that there was a, there's a power greater than yourself. And you have to listen to that inner spirit and that can provide you more mental clarity and mental focus on what you want. And it could be for anything, you know, personally, professionally, financially, emotionally, anything. But you have to believe and you have to trust. And when you when you say these words or these affirmations, when you do certain things, try for 30 days. They say sometimes it takes 30 to 60 days to create a new habit, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So start using power, the power of I am affirmation. Start, if you have a journal, um, have an attitude of gratitude and write in your, your, your smartphone or, or a, a journal book or anything that's close to you, a notepad, and just have some quiet time, three, maybe 10 minutes a day. That's not a lot no. for yourself. No. Not at all. There seems so, to be a lot of... Um a lot of marketing and a lot of media that makes the makes the world seem a lot noisier than what it is. What what do you tell your children in terms of um, you know time away from technology? So I like that because they're, they're, those are really distractions. Mm. And we all get I raise my hand, you know, we all yep, get distracted. Yep. You know, I know that I, I know that I have to promote on social media, but sometimes I have to go like something. And maybe it's somebody's birthday or anniversary, right? <laughs> or you, but but one click away yep. leads you astray. Remember that. That's one great. click away leads it. you astray. That, um, can I so, can I coin that? Can I take that with me? <laughs> yes, yes. One one click away can lead you astray, and so it's about staying on the path. So you know, I have a I have a thirteen year old. So mm -hmm. you know, he's he's a student athlete, and so you know he's um, he's a He's a basketball player. He plays tennis like his dad, you know. Fantastic, and, yep. But he likes the video games. And his friends, you know, now they can do video games, you know, and all that stuff. And they can, one person can be in the home and the other person lives about hundreds of miles away. And they can still connect. They yeah, can still amazing, connect. it's amazing, isn't it? It is. Technology has, has, has really done its job. However, it has to be a timeout. Yeah. There has to be a timeout from technology. Uh, I don't mind you watching TV. You know, it's the summertime. You suppose, kids, we're all supposed to, everybody's supposed to have some type of fun, yep. right? And, 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 and relax and relate and release. Yep. That's another, that's a triple R, triple R. for you. Yep, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I just say, listen, time out. You just have to put your phone away. Make sure it's not on at night. We're Because we want to empower him, and we also want to trust him. Listen, while we're asleep or while we're in the other room, listen. That phone needs to be off. It needs to be off. You know, he's at a camp now. They can't have they can't have phones on during during this time, because they start looking at video content. Yep. They start looking at other things. So you have to understand some of their, their you know their frontal lobe is still developing. Yeah, they're still immature. That's right. And so it it, it comes down to just you're not in trouble. No, just take a time out. Just have some. Time just take away. a time out. Yeah. Yeah, Fantastic. because, you know, 
I guess my concern is, you know, Rick, my concern is I don't want the youth today to get controlled by their phones because as adults, as adults, mm-hmm. we have to always have our phones on it. So, for example, if I'm in my vehicle and, you know, there's some things that I left at home that are important. And one of them is my phone. I'm coming back to get the phone first. Yeah. And it, it has it has attached to us. It's part of our fabric now. It's, a it's part of present. our fabric. Yeah. Because we have we 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 communicate like right now. We can stream video right now. Mm-hmm. We can do three ways. We can do zooms. We can do webexes. We can do FaceTime, and we do all these things. And we pay bills, and we go online, and we do all these things. And these children watch us, right? These kids are learning more about YouTube than I am. Yeah. I kid you not. Yeah. He's already up on the latest dunk video or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Yeah. He's like, no. yeah, I knew about it already. Yeah, wow. And it usually took so, us two or three weeks to find out <laughs> back in the day. It's just amazing. I, all of this insight and just, you know, I guess uh, opening the door to your mind, as it were, Jeff, in such a compressed amount of time, it's been an absolute privilege. Now, I'm wondering a couple of things. Now, what is the best audience for your book? Is it young adults, um, other people? Could you tell us a little bit about that, then share with us where people can find the book? Sure, sure. So it's usually the age group 30 and above. Right. 30 and above. Mm-hmm. And males and females, because usually 30 to 35, our bodies are changing. You know, the clock doesn't go back. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you, know, you know, we can rewind a tape, right? Yep. You know. You can't rewind life. And so... Life is not a dress rehearsal, they say. That, hey, listen, there isn't. And so <laughs> you, you you have to make sure that you're on top of um, your health and wellness. Because, again, it's a movement. It's a lifestyle. And so I'm running into a lot of people, you know, 30, 35, above, 40s and 50s, even, mm-hmm. even late 50s, early 60s, that have changed some of their, some of their lifestyle. And it's because, listen to this, either one or two things have happened. They've had death in their family or their social circle because of poor health decisions. Two, or two, they themselves have had a rude awakening with their body changes and they've gone to the doctor and they have to make an immediate change. Change, yep. And so, again, the things that we used to do, food and beverage consumption, 20, 30 years ago, we're getting older. That biological clock is always going to tick-tock, tick-tock. And if you're not careful, the things that we've consumed over the years, we haven't made certain changes to uh, our habits, they're going to come back and haunt us. And when we go to the doctors, now something has come up and now you're in repair mode and you need to be in prepare mode. We need to be in prepare mode. You can't be in repair mode because now you're trying to repair, 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 stress, stress, stress. 
and life's going to be there, but it's going to, you, you have to be in, you have to be in a proactive state versus a reactive state, right? Mm. We have to focus on that. So that age group is powerful. Mostly young adults, you know, they're, they're still developing, right? They, you know, I'm not saying they can eat all the sugar they want to eat and all that stuff, but you know, their body is they're still maturing. It's they're still developing. Yeah, it's, it's different. different. It's yeah, different. Absolutely. So, but you know what? I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. That's so fine. we were going through other things. Those two other ingredients. The other two, one was exercise, and I know we kind of touched upon that yes, earlier. We did. Yep. And I'm not going to dwell a lot on that because, as you know, research and data suggests 20 to 40 minutes a day is going to increase blood flow, reduction in weight. Um, you know, get that vitamin D. Exercise is really important, right? But certain exercises can really promote good self-care. And, you know, self-care is the new health care. So that exercise is so important that you must do it daily. I want I want to want the, um, under, the audience to understand that something is better than nothing. A lot of us are still Zooming and WebExing. Some of us have not gone into the office, which means hopefully you have made the office your gym or the gym your office. Whether it's climbing stairs, whether it's jumping rope, whether it's doing push-ups, doing planks, doing mountain climbers, whatever you need to do to get some of that blood flow going and get off the couch. Don't do any more Netflixing until the weekend. You got to have to make a change. You got to make a change. Yeah. Regarding that third ingredient, the diet. Well, there are a lot of diets out there. A lot of, lot of them. But we want to keep it basic. Keep it very simplified. So when I talk to my audience, even 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 I put this in my book and my program, you know, let's just be mindful of GMOs, which stand for genetically modified organisms. You know, and those include potatoes, tomatoes, corn soy, uh, papaya, golden rice, to name a few. And when you go in your grocery store, it's not going to say GMO, <laughs> please buy me. No, <laughs> you just have to be mindful that you want to eat natural or organic sources of food free of chemicals, pesticide, pesticides, or toxins. And that means sometimes it's eating organic. And we have to be mindful of, I mentioned this earlier, this, this powerful ingredient that's in our cereal, that's in our breads, that's in our sodas, if you all drink soda, even diet soda. They just may name it, they may use a, use a different term for it. Mm -hmm. But high fructose corn syrup, you know, those are just cheap. Um, Pillars. Yes, thank you. That's that's a good word. This, let's yeah. just keep it at that. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's substitute killers. That's, just, that's all they are. And, you know, they're just chemical compounds. Uh, that serve no nutritional value or purpose, as well as nitrates and nitrates. You gotta be mindful. Preservatives and terms. things. Sorry. Preservatives and the likes. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's all they do. Is pretty much they're they're used in processing, preservation, and production mm. in most of the food and beverage products that we that we consume. Yes. And so you gotta you gotta be. You know, GMOs, nitrates, nitrates, high fructose corn syrup. Those are just basic things. So the challenge I have for you, this is the challenge. And it doesn't have to be done today, but probably do it today, you know. <laughs> and, and, and if not today, definitely tomorrow. Yep. You know, challenge yourself to go through your cabinets and look for those products that have high fructose corn syrup in it. 
or have nitrates and nitrates and just gradually, gradually reduce it. I'm going to tell you, you know, Rick, I had to get the, uh, what's, what's the kids? Uh, they love it. It's called, I, listen, I loved it when I was a kid. Now, guess, so guess what? Pop-Tarts. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pop-Tarts. Kids love them. Yep. And I had to take it out of his diet. Yeah. And it's, it, I say, sorry, son, this is just something you can't have. Yep. Now, you know, he may have something else, but he was eating Pop-Tarts every day. I'm like, yep. man, what are you doing? You like a staple, almost. There you go. Yeah. So just just challenge yourself. Sometimes we have to shock our body. We have to do different. We have to be. We have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. So that's just a challenge, you know, because I've, I've, I've been doing it, and I'm telling you, long it works. Time. Yeah. Yes, I, it does. I can tell you right now, again, you're a wealth of knowledge and uh, you've put the challenge Thank out you. there for everybody and it's, I've really appreciate it, just as uh, many other parents are already listening into this and taking some value away from it. Now, Jeff, importantly, when people want to connect with you, they want to get hands on your book, Battleground Cancer, and then connect with you, where are they going to find it? So pretty much um, they can get off Amazon. You know, Battleground Cancer is the name of the book, Managing Your Mental, Physical, and Spiritual Well-Being for the Fight. You know, but people can, can really connect with me through jeffk360.com. Jeff K, my last name is spelled C-A-D-E, jeffk360.com. And when you do that, you just have an opportunity to connect with me through different social media outlets, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. Um, you can actually send me a direct uh, email or text message, and the interface of the website allows you to do that. I have a couple of videos in there. I have some images. It's really a neat platform because within that platform, I always talk about this as well. This is called the Ultimate Health and Happiness Program, if your audience can see it. Yes, absolutely. So can see about, that. It's all about transforming your unhealthy choices into an active, vibrant lifestyle and, and tips to ultimate, um, you know, tips to ultimate health improving your mindset for a more powerful you and this would really really rick this is just a a seven eight week uh digital course uh module base that allows me really to talk about in depth some of the things we've discussed tonight regarding that three-step process but more importantly is a deep dive into bringing peeling back the personal the 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 layer of the onion about your health goals and that's what's important I've seen uh, this website, Jeff, and so for anybody who's on the call today, um, you will be able to find that link back to jeffcade360.com no matter where you see the call. You are most certainly going to find the link back to Jeff and then on that website there's links to his other social connectors, if you will. And with all that being said, Jeff, what a wonderful call. I've had such a great time spending some time with you on the My Future Business Show today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Rick. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends, and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.